The podcast that you're about to listen to does not care about your emotions, your hypersensitivity, or your political correctness. If you wish to continue, then shut up and sit down. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Alpha 5 Podcast. I'm Frank, a.k.a. PJ, here with John, yeah. Ray, Fabian, Jonah, and joining us is our special guest, Phil. Phil, what is going on? How's it going? I feel very special. Yeah, you are. You are to us. We hold you dear right now. You feel special having you here, bro. For yes. now. That's wonderful. Um, just to get it out of the way, Phil, it the beautiful people listening right now know who you are, what you do, and we'll get into why we have you on. So I am a high school teacher. Um, we all know each other from, did you say middle school, I guess? Yeah. Most of us. Yeah. Uh, and currently I'm a high school teacher. I live in Philly, um, doing a lot of work from home. It's really, really not enjoyable at all. Oh, shoot. Philly, man. Um, I'm sorry. I didn't interrupt you, but I, no, it's, I, it's, I found it's, that super, like, I got my question for you, man. <laughs> it's, you know, let me tell you, it's not as great as uh, you would expect it to be. It's it's better than than I thought it would be, but it's certainly oh. not an area that I, I, I don't know. I thought it would be a little bit more diverse and accepting. But, right. um, yeah, yeah, I, I, dude, I don't know. We look at listen. Even where we grew up, even though it has all of its faults, was a very diverse area. I grew up with a lot of different people. So uh, here it's diverse, ex- sure, accepting, borderline. What kind of so? What, what part of Philadelphia do you um, live in? I live in South Philly. So okay. it's weird. It's like Philly's like a very. Um, like liberal city and I live in like the area where like all the people have lived for generations. So I live in a totally different part than like mm-hmm. what I imagined. Oh, as you have a brownstone, bro. Uh, I do. I have a, it's a road. They call them nice. row homes, right? Yeah. So I got a little row home that I bought um, a couple of years ago that I is was, like really old. Oh no, no, I really do. It's, <laughs> it's not a brownstone because it's not brownstone. It's, it's brick and it's old, but um, like I'm in the basement now that was probably like at one point a kitchen or something. I don't know. Okay, cool. Uh, nice. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. And you teach? So I teach uh, high school English in the suburbs. Yeah, I teach freshman um, writing and freshman English in the suburbs. So like directly okay. north of Philly, there's a city called um, Ben Salem, a small town, like mm-hmm. 60,000 people. So, um, but that's where I teach. So, at, Yo, why are there so many Bible names in Pennsylvania? Uh, Bethlehem, like as towns. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Ben Salem is was like peace, and then I think Ben Franklin lived there because there's like an area that's called like Franklin Mills, and like part of his property was up there. Okay, and um, yeah, they got that huge mall, right? Franklin Mills Mall. Yeah, Franklin like Mills that. is yeah. the mall yeah. right there, and that's yeah. what yeah. that was apparently his like his mill. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a super historic area, though, right? I do. That's why I love about Philly. Those are the parts of the Philly that I really love. Um, like whenever History. anybody came to visit, like Monty came to visit uh, from Switzerland at one point, and like we went out all over. Like I take people to like the Liberty Bell, and then we go over and see where Ben Franklin took a shit. It's like really cool. <laughs> like no, literally, like there's his house, and like you look down into where his toilet, like his latrine was. It's like, that's pretty crazy. Like, here's, like here's the, the founding important father's stuff of American history. Yeah, that's, where, yeah. That's actually pretty sick. It's like this is the foundation of uh, George Washington's house, and here's where Franklin took a shit. And we, and we got the secondary house in, in Newburgh for. George Washington. That, yeah. The field trip that we all took. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's all we got. I went to Barbados and saw his house down there. Anyway, um, Phil, how how are you coping with uh, with COVID nineteen and what it's doing to the educational system and so the adjustments? With regards to education, it's killing me. Just because, like, a main part of what I do involves interacting with kids on like a daily basis, face to face. Like, without having that, um, we because of the technology, like. With the way schools are funded and everything is there's no equity with regards to technology. Like you can't guarantee that everybody has everything you need. So we can't make kids attend Zoom meetings. We can't make kids do virtual classes. Like it's just like, I'm going to post this assignment. I'm going to record something. You want to listen to me? You can, or you can just do the assignment and hope for the best. And, and, um, I can't fail you because there's no equity. So I can't give a kid a failing grade knowing that not everybody has the same thing. Some kids, maybe both their parents are home. Maybe this other kid, maybe both their parents are essential workers and they have to work still. And like, mm. they got to take care of their siblings. And, you know, there's a million different things going on. Wow, dude. Kids' houses. Mm. That's pretty so, tough. So does that, that, like, that no child left behind really is applying now. Like, no ch- yep. child can technically be left behind because of COVID-19. Yeah, I mean, you have to have some form of equity and especially kids with special needs. Like if you've ever seen an IEP, I mean, John, I know you have kids. I don't know if any of you guys have kids that are old enough to be in education, to like to be in public my, education and get IEPs. Well, my wife my wife actually teaches the special ed. Oh, okay. Special ed. Well, not anymore, but she, she moved up to something else. She's like a coach for a teacher. But prior to that, she did, uh, she teach special ed, third grade special ed. So Frank, you said uh, your wife is a teacher too, right? Yeah, my my wife teaches second grade bilingual. Okay. So she's got a lot of kids. So I wouldn't, I mean, they're not special ed, but because of their language deficiencies, um, you know, run into their own challenges because testing is done one way, but they, they're taught another. Um, so she kind of is bridging that gap and yeah, she, I know she's having a hell of a hard time and she's yeah. the tech link well, in her school. And side note, man. Uh, and maybe you guys, you can, um, what's an IEP So the IEP is the individualized education plan that any kid Mm -hmm. with special needs has. And it has a whole section called um, specially designed instruction that outlines what you need to do in order to make sure that that kid gets a fair education. And so many of those things require you to be there. Like a lot, mm, okay, some of them okay. are, are sit okay. the kid in the front of the classroom. Other things are like get the kid's attention um, without just saying their name, you know, like proximity, standing next to a kid, mm-hmm. putting your hand on their shoulder, hand on, on their desk, like things that with social distancing now, I don't even know how people could do. And if you don't do it, you're breaking the law. Mm, okay. It, you know, it's, it's crazy, man. And Phil, I don't know if you can chime in on this or not, but um, – one thing that I, that I, my, my wife kind of tells me in, in terms of like IEPs, um, it's difficult because teachers do it and teachers could be have like a real fucked up day. And, and just because this one kid pissed her off or him off, they would be like, all right, well, this person needs special needs. Boom. And goes in his record. And now the kid who potentially didn't need an IEP or that special attention now needs a special attention because this one teacher had like an off day. So... I found that a lot with regards to a classification of emotional disturbance and um, kids of color. 
like right. there's there uh, one of the one of the papers that I, I had to write in um, grad school. I went to Mount St. Mary in Newburgh and I got my degree in special ed. And one of the papers that I had to write was about disproportionality, about how you would say, say black people represent what, like 25% of our population, 30% of our population, but mm -hmm. 80% of people or kids classified emotionally disturbed are black in mm -hmm. a school or whatever. So the idea is how is that possible? Are black people inherently emotionally disturbed? The answer to that is no. Um, it, there has to be a reason why that percentage doesn't match up. And mm -hmm. obviously an easy answer is bias and testing, but there has to be a determination of how that's done. And it's not easy to get a kid special ed. So it's not like I had a bad day and I said, you need special ed and that's it, you're done. There has to be tons of testing done and there has to be a lot put into mm -hmm. it. So it's definitely not based upon one person's bad day. It's not based upon one person being racist either. It's like, what is is the system that's causing that to happen. Right. Um, there was another thing where like Asian kids are more likely to be gifted. And it's like, why is that? Is that a cultural thing? Is that a racist thing? Like, why is that situation? So there's a lot of disproportionality when it comes to those types of classifications with kids. And the question always is why with any of these things. Oh, yeah. You just mentioned the, the Asian kids being gifted. I actually wonder if it's more discipline that's behind the Asian, um, I guess, success in education maybe that's something that's kind of implemented more within mm -hmm. the asian culture than um other cultures a lot of things and the issue is like a lot of this evidence we have is anecdotal so like what i found is the population that i teach i have a large population of students that are from india um mm -hmm. their parents are from india and i found that there's a lot of push for success but some of it is at the expense of hard work and like you need to get an A so you've copied and pasted. I had one kid turn in an Emily Dickinson poem and swore uh. to me three times I tried to tell him, no, I know you didn't write this because no one, you never show up to class and two, you, you do not speak English <laughs> this well and three, we don't write like this and four, anybody can Google this. Like that should have been number one, I guess, but like, he wouldn't, he wouldn't, he wouldn't admit it. So I had to give him a zero. And I was like, dude, I got to turn you. And like another kid, I've had two yeah, kids, one kid, a kid. No, but I, I think it's awesome that you gave him that many chances. You I, know. I've dude. I like, I mean, I was not perfect in high school. None of us six just, here were, were, good, were perfect at high school. I'm or being good very at high school. I don't know what y'all talking about. Very yeah. diplomatic when I say uh, this. Um, Trace got to be the John, one to sit there and try to wait. Yo, for John, John, John <laughs> and Fabian got some stories, man. Don't play, don't sit here and play the innocent man. Listen, I'm in school with them. I know their story. <laughs> I know a lot of their stories. He was uh, there. Ah, see, he was there. Phil, too. Phil, too. Look at that. I was yeah. there, although during the situ a lot of those situations, I just sat in class because I was yeah. too lazy to get. I sat in Mrs. Yeah. Slaver's class during that first riot. During riot yeah. number one. <laughs> they should have they never showed me videos. The one, the one of, this uh, guy incited. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, oh, that's what started your journey? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I want to I, I get off track, but I wanted to uh, ask Phil, like, from your perspective, what, what kind of role do you expect, like, parents to have as far as teaching the kids like, you know, distant learning and stuff like that. Because I can say as a parent having to help my explain to my kids like fractions and decimals and stuff yeah. like that because I have a 10 year old. And so I can do fractions and decimals, of course, but I can't teach a new New York curriculum. Like I can't teach it how they've been teaching in school. That's why right? I don't teach math. That's why I teach English. I can never teach math. But that's the thing. Universal. But that's your point is you can't, 
teach those things. So I could never expect a parent to teach those things. And like me, I am like a very permissive, forgiving guy. And like my concept is like, if you're writing, just write. So like, I don't expect the parents to help the kids at all. I expect the parents to push the kids to get on the computer. That's it for okay. me. That's like a minimum. My wife teaches kindergarten and it's totally different. They have yeah. to that you have yeah. to help a five-year-old because they can't yeah. read and they can't follow those directions. And right. that to me is, is going to be nearly impossible for some people. So like, I can't we imagine can't, how your wife is doing it, man, because yeah. like, she's, like kindergartners are so like hands on and yeah. have to be involved. Yeah. Like you can't just sit them in front of it's, the, it yeah. the six year old. She's work. in kindergarten and I'm having a real hard time like showing her certain, she gets certain concepts and stuff like that, but I'm not a teacher. I'm just your it's, dad, you know? But you also have more than one kid, so it's also impossible to do that. It is impossible. And the yes. understanding is that like any school district should be forgiving and understanding that every single parent at home is working or is not home because they're working. So the idea that I expect you to do anything, it's, it's kind of, I don't want to say arrogant, but it's arrogant. So I said it. I don't want to say, but I did because I don't. I can't yeah. think of another word because I'm expecting you to do your job and then teach a kid too. And like, yeah. and then there's plenty of teachers that are doing that too. Yeah. And like, their jobs are hard too. And it's it's just it's not entirely possible. But at the same time, is we can't leave kids without education, especially young kids, because we know that school to prison pipeline. If you don't, you know, the correlation between reading in second grade and going to prison. If you can't read in second grade, you're far more likely to end up in prison. Like. Mm. Mm. Kids yeah, need to learn, man. That's kind of crazy, man. That's actually kind of crazy. I've I've heard actually. I think it, it's been. I think even like Fauci came out and said it today, if I'm not mistaken, that it might be very possible that kids won't even go to back to school in the fall. And well, I guess I guess it was implied. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So and, what, no, what he said was that you can't go back with that going back without a vaccine or treatment. That you can't expect vaccine and treatment by fall. Jonah, what'd you say about my man's? I didn't hear what you said, Jonah. Oh wait, oh fuck Fauci. Stay the fuck home, Doctor Anthony. <laughs> All right. Probably. What'd you say about my <laughs> He said, fuck Fauci. Nah, I heard him both times. To the mic. I heard I can't, you every I can't single hear you. time you say that. I hear you every <laughs> single time you say that. That's, that's, that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous to not trust uh, a guy who's been the leading immunologist in the world. Because he's been the leading immunologist in this country. And I mean, before this, we're supposed to be the best, right? But like the number one in the world for 35 years. Six well, presidents. Well, everybody from Reagan to Obama to now Trump. Like, well, We'll get to that part. We'll get to that yeah. part. Yeah, we're gonna. We're gonna touch there. that because I, I do. I, I want. That's I want my third up. rail, bro. I want. I want to. I do want to hit on on your on your love affair with Fauci. Yeah, uh, but that fuck, that'll come the, a little bit name, later. What's the name of that dude from fucking the radio station? I forgot his name, man. I don't know. Oh no, man. Nope. Neither one of us know. The one that the one that had the show with with a, with a cardboard and you see. Come on, shine. Oh man, what is his name? John, you know who he is, what? man. He was on the radio. Yeah, he was he used to be I don't see how you get the come on son. He used to be on what station? Oh, um, 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 um are you talking about uh, Ed Lover? Yeah, Ed, Ed Lover. Ed Lover. Ed Lover. Yeah. Come on, Shine. Come on, son. He's trying to say come on, son. <laughs> come on, he, he, he doesn't agree with you. I think I don't. I don't understand how anybody could not trust that man unless you subscribe to some insane insanity. Come on, Shine. <laughs> uh, insanity on the internet? Nah. No I know. We'll get I, we'll my get wife there. tells me every day to get off. All right. All right. All right. We'll get there. Back, all right. back to this whole parent situation because my 
my just wife smoke is running the it. goddamn cigarette. Winston, just smoke I, the whole cigarette. Listen, listen, I'm smoking. I, <laughs> Why did I smoke it? Smoke I one third of a cigarette and then smoke one third of a cigarette because and then light up one. Because this is what happens, okay? We have a flow. This is how it works. <laughs> As one of the things that my wife is running into is, like you mentioned, students actually getting on to do the work, right? An issue that John's running into is not only getting his finding the time to get all of his kids to do so, but then teaching them the way that yeah. teachers want it done. So I guess what what do you think is going to uh, be the consequence of this stuff? Like how bad do you think kids are going to be suffering because of this, because from the lack of interaction with their actual teachers and then pressuring parents to figure this shit out now? Like what's I, the I end mean, game potentially? Any, I, I would hope that nobody's pressuring parents to figure this shit out. I know there are people that are, and I would assume that those are people in wealthy areas um, because anybody who knows their population knows their population and shouldn't be pushing people who they know are in certain situations to do that. But I also know from education, you work with people who don't know shit. It's every job though. So I think, sorry, uh, when you were just, we were just mentioning the um, pushing the children to do the children, the, the students, they, um, the parents can't make them go to school. They can end up, you know, cutting school. However we cut school. So, and it's like this, now it's this kind of attendance, this online attendance that Mm -hmm. is going into place. And, um, I don't know. I just feel like not necessarily that the parents have to do much more, but now it's up to the teachers to do much more. Now it's, hey. I feel like it's up to the teachers to kind of get the, the students to interact more, to kind of figure out how to use the internet to, the adva- to their advantage and, you know, kind of see how this can be something beneficial to both parties as opposed, you know, as opposed to seeing this as an obstacle that they can't get over. Well, I would think that number one is like teachers are always met with that challenge. And that's like every single thing we're always told is like, it's our job. Like, Oh, well, can't get the kids like figure something else out. And we do. And I'm, and I'm, and I would never say that we can't do that. Um, but I also think that I can only get the kids as far as the parents can at a certain point, it's a two way street. Mm-hmm. Like you say, parents can't make the kids go to school. And that's true. Um, in this state, in Pennsylvania, if a kid doesn't go to school for a certain amount of time, the parents get brought to court. So truancy mm, does bring parents to court. Um, shit, man. If they, we had that when I was in, Oh my God, I, I got brought into, <laughs> so you guys remember Mr. Yarmus? Um, he was uh, like yeah. house C principal. I don't know how many years he was still there when I student taught there like six years ago. But, um, I was brought into his office because I was going to get audited for 11th grade social studies because I would cut every like fourth day, fifth day. I would just go home. Um, we would leave school and mm-hmm. I was supposed to get audited. By the time they told me that if I missed one more class, I'd get audited. They sent the letter home. I'd already missed a class. So like he brought me in his office and let me know that was the worst thing that could happen is you wouldn't get credit. Now in this state, at least kids get brought to court and parents get brought to court. So I was like, Oh my mm. God, you, that there are consequences. So um, in this, when you, when you, I'm sorry. I'm no, talk, no, go ahead. When you say you get, they get brought to court, they face child separation from parents too. civil, civil fines. 
Okay. It, it's not, I, I mean, at a certain point, it could be considered neglect because if you have to consider the fact that there are compulsory education laws, those compulsory education laws, you are required to get your kid to go to school. If you can't control your kid and make your kid go to school, which is, is also to me a little ridiculous because like I go to work in the morning, you know, I got to pay my mortgage. Like I got to pay my rent. Like how am I supposed to figure out whether or not that kid gets on the bus? Right. But like you also, you know, it, it, once again, two way street, I think everything is. And I think that that's essentially how it all has to be treated. But there's always one side always thinks the other side has to give more. There's no way that a parent is going to say teachers have done enough. There's no way that a teacher is going to say parents have done enough. If a kid is not successful, all my great kids, of course I'm going to say the parents did a great job. And of course they're going to say, Oh, I'm a great teacher. I'll tell you what, there's a, there's a lot of parents realizing and starting to appreciate their teachers a lot more. I'm one of them. Right. Um, Not that I because, didn't appreciate teachers before. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. No, but, but, no, but it's on a different level now, right? Because now parents are being asked to be teachers and realizing everything that goes into it with their own kids not even well, not a class of 20 or 25 for me specifically I, I i appreciate teachers that teach young kids because it's harder to teach a younger kid could never do that R- right you have to explain concepts that their brain are just like what and yeah. that's what our that's what younger teachers like you know for those younger kids are for so me trying to explain again decimals and fractions to a 10 year old and not that it can't be done, but it's like, I have to do it now all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Well, Every September, my wife, my wife goes through that thing where she's like, Oh my God, these kids know nothing. And I'm like, that's cause you're the first teacher. And she's like, Oh my God, they know nothing. Cause they're five and they've never been in a classroom before. And it's like, you can't even tell them put stuff in your cubby. They don't know what that Listen. means. Now. Right. All right. So this, this almost goes to prove some points though, because John's kids and Jonah's son, right, are, have got to be amongst some of the smartest kids I've ever been around. Like, I've never seen a two-year-old that kind of just does his own thing the way John's son does, right? And Leo, Leo be blowing my mind with, like, my man reads, like, reads, At and he's, very, very and he's not even four yet. Wow, and he's reading full sentences. That's awesome. He's reading books. Yeah, and my and right? I have a son. Well, he's not going to jail. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait, is your not. kid? Hold on, you yeah, never know. You never <laughs> know. No, no, he's mine. Oh, oh, you're. Well, I don't know <laughs> you like that, Jonah. <laughs> you're, you're, nah, he's still not going to jail. We're not putting that in the air. That's true. He's a scholar. America. The reason the reason I bring that up is because like the the parental involvement means so much, right? Yes, that that really does. John's son has, has, you know, three older siblings where he can follow an example, but at the same time, his parents have shown him and given him the ability to do certain things and have a certain level of independence, even separate from his, his siblings. Right. Mm -hmm. And Jonah's son has those abilities because of the work and effort that they are repetitiously doing to get that knowledge base into him where you have, Mm. but meanwhile you have teachers like your wife who are getting kids where these kids know nothing. Well, that's it for her. It's all dependent upon what the parents do. And she works in a low income area. So she doesn't end up with kids whose parents have sent them to preschool or even know she's she ends up there's like some kids they know 20 something letters and then there's other kids that literally don't even know the letters in their own name and they're five years old i find that so interesting i I see it as this right one way to one way to respond to it interesting frank you said that (laughs) me and jonah's kids 
are some of the smartest kids that you've ever seen. And I don't know, I do believe that like, in, not that it's intelligence based or, or genetic based, but it's kind of like environment. I was raised up upstate New York. I wasn't raised in the, in the city like the rest of my siblings. And so my care about information and education was way, is way more now than I grew up in my house, but I grew up in a different environment. Well, I was the, I'm the youngest. So we moved upstate by the time I was a kid. And the, I, I kind of think that, I don't know what kind of education Jonah had growing up, but I guess your care for education and the, you see your parents don't really care about it before, but so the next generation, you're going to care a little more and the next generation is going to care more. So I think it's about like, all right, you saw what was ahead of, cause I saw what was ahead of me. And I want, I tell my kids, your education is super important and I want them to be critical thinkers. And I don't know if my parents necessarily, they didn't instill that, but the environment they put me in, kind of instilled that. And I think that's kind of why you say that, you you know, you see our kids and it's like, yo, they're a certain way is because Jonah and me value intelligence. You know what I mean? Right. No, no, but that's my thing. I, I, I put it really squarely on, on you guys and, and on your wives and your involvement with your kids for why, why they're like that. I don't, I don't necessarily believe that like some people are dumber than others. I think it's a matter of how it's cultivated. And that's to, to me, the job of a, really a teacher, what? but it starts early. It it's starts, a, it's your, I believe it's solely in your environment. I, right. I, I that, really that, that. That, that's, that's where it starts, how you develop the skills and start applying your, your brain to things. There's definitely you know? both though. It's definitely, uh, there's dumb people. Um, <laughs> look at Facebook. Like you saw yeah, that. I was trying like, to be look nice. At, look at the internet. Look at the internet. There are dumb people and it's okay. Yeah. Like, there but was, they're uh, older already. No, but like the comedian, like George Carlin, he used to say, like, if you look at the average person and like, you think about the fact that half of the world is dumber than that, like there's dumb people. And also, and, and there's, and there's smart people who then like people who are genetically smart or whatever, who grow up in crap environments and end up doing stupid things. So like, it's both certainly environment. And I was also going to say it's a statistics game. Cause like Frank, how many kids do you know? Like maybe your kids are the only kids he knows guys. Like maybe they're not that smart. Um, yeah. <laughs> these guys really thought about it oh man maybe my kid's not that smart it was a joke i'm sure your kids are genius like wow yeah, right like, now, listen, got real quiet my, like i sucked the son, air right my, out of this whole podcast son, listen, no, no. my son my son is is a, is a genius or smart whatever frank wants to say because of my wife man it has nothing to do with me i'm serious no, no, I'm serious. Yeah. Credit. no, no, no. Credit, no, no it's not it's the it's the truth it's the truth because in, in, in to your point john when in in my in my upbringing and stuff like that, like education wasn't really a thing. Like I grew up in the hood, you know what I mean. And it was just being outside and you know doing but, crazy stuff. But I didn't my, grow in my, up in the hood. But you're well, smart enough to know that, people. though. Right. So that that's where I was kind of agreeing with John because now I know that growing up, like my parents, that wasn't over yeah. my shoulders and stuff like that. Like, hey, you got to do your school thing and learn and read your books and stuff like that. Like I didn't, I wasn't doing it. I was just outside in the streets, hanging around doing street shit, right? Mm -hmm. But now having a kid, it's like, all right, I, I, I like no, you can't do that because if you don't do that, like I, I, I could sit here and have a conversation with these dudes, especially John, about history and be stuck here like this. Fuck, we talking about man? I have no <laughs> idea. What you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. So now, now I understand. Like, yo, maybe I should have paid attention to history class. Hey, hey, Leo, you got to pay attention to history class, bro. So right. you don't look like me. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, fuck history. <laughs> Nigga, that was my all... favorite subject. I loved history. <laughs> history is no, the best subject. Teacher, but I loved history. You learned so much history. about the nature even though of I humans. Almost, even though I almost didn't get that class credit, I loved that class. Me I, either. I, uh, who'd you have? Fuck, just I quick. had Bryde 11th grade. Uh, I had Mr. Lee. I, oh, I, I struck gold, bro. That's what I had, bro. Mr. Lee was so dope. Yeah, I had who did great you have, teachers. Who did, you, who did you have 10th grade? I had Mr. Bullo. He was a I, man. Uh, who did I have 10th grade? He was one of the guys who like made me want to become a teacher. Damn, I, I see, honestly. That's awesome. I, I know Fabian Mr. had a, a I had a Mr. Bergman ninth grade. Yeah, Fabian, who'd you have? It wasn't, it, 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 it wasn't social uh, studies. Who's uh, your favorite, favorite teacher English. in high school, Fabian? What was their name? Oh, he's, uh, he's been having connection out. issues this whole yeah, pod, yeah. man. Yeah. Damn. The minute yeah, he finally wanna... gets to say something, he yeah. freezes. He freezes. Damn, Words were bro. about to come out of his mouth, and it literally froze at that second. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he'll be back. <laughs> okay, back, 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 back. Yeah. Uh, nah, I what was her thing. name? What was her name, your favorite teacher? Mrs. Scardo. Mrs. Scardo. You notice how he said it with love and care? Mrs. Scardo. We all had that, that, say all all had that one teacher, man. I don't even man. know who she was. Who was Mrs. Scardo? Uh... 10th grade English? 9th grade English? English? I had Miss Fanaro in 10th grade English, and she was the worst. She was like a kind of new teacher there, and me and uh, me AU, man, we used to bat. I, I used to cut every day. Literally go to 11, uh, 11 period study hall in the cafeteria. I would never go to her oh, class. Man. Because if I stood in her class, it was over. Like me, We were just beefing. I didn't like her. Oh, I had Miss Heller, and I corrected yep. her spelling one day. Mr. Uh, Romeo was cool. Let me ask a question, man. Um, yes. Yeah. From a, from, from a, t- a teacher's perspective, what are your thoughts on – so a, a little backstory. I just – I saw an article not too long ago that uh, Cuomo is partnering up with, like, the Gates and Google and stuff like that to make um, online learning, so pretty much what you guys are doing now, like a, a real thing, and that it just be – that's the new way of teaching, right? So what's, what's your thought – from a teacher's perspective on, on that type of style of education? I, so we actually, we have an option for virtual school for a lot of kids. Okay. Um, I would say nine out of 10 kids that do it come back to school because, so this goes back to our conversation about kids being at home and doing the work. So if kids are in virtual school, they're between 14 and 18 years old. Their parents are definitely not home most of the time because they're working because there's not a pandemic. And there's, it's up to those kids to have self-discipline. And teenagers lack self-discipline. It's right. part of not having a fully developed frontal lobe. Their brains are not developed. They just don't have that. Few do. They are more advanced than others. Those kids excel. They excel no matter what environment they're in. However. That is the exception. That's not the rule. So the minute we start to replace um, education in a classroom, we start to kind of break down what education is and lose the essence of it. I also am a firm believer that schooling is not about like book work and stuff like that. The number one reason we make kids go to school is socialization. Mm. And I don't mean like for them to talk to each other. I mean, like the idea is we teach people how to interact with one another at an appropriate professional level and how to be hopefully critical thinkers. Yes. But the number one thing I do is I help kids learn how to deal with people because really that's all anybody ever has to do in their lives. Right. So like when they have a teacher that they hate, I go, well, at some point in your life, you're going to have a boss that you hate. 
And what are you going to do? And they always see now, now teenagers response to this, well, they pay me, blah, 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 blah. But we are all men here. I assume we're all in our thirties, right? I mean, I know four of us are. I don't know how old you guys are. We're all in our thirties. Uh, we're all in our thirties, right? Yeah. So everybody here has had a job that they hated and they paid you still to do that job. Did you quit immediately because you hated your job or hated your boss? No, you figured shit out and you did something else or you ended up broke. Mm -hmm. or figuring something else out that was not something that you wanted to do. So at a certain point, they get that, but it's not when they're 14. And if you send a kid off to a virtual school and they lose that year of education, they might never get it back, or mm. we might be delaying their development and putting them off into being an adult later in life. And we become adults later and later in life. I mean, I thought I was going to be an adult at like 21, and I feel like I'm still not an adult. <laughs> so, Word. you know I what I mean? Like, we're sure. a different we generation. Have a, little piece, a piece of that. So yeah, and Phil, if we keep pushing that off, that's terrible. Yeah, go for it. So, Phil, I'm, I'm assuming after Cuomo's comments recently, I'm pretty sure. I mean, that's what I was going to ask you. I'm, I'm actually uh, pretty happy that you brought that up that uh, new wave of learning and try to push this new virtual learning and uh, doing stuff at home. And people are seeing the benefits of, benefits of it, even employers and stuff now. But now it's uh, seeping into the education system. And, you know, it's funny. It's one thing we agree on because I think that's very important for that social interaction. I, I, I think with people. It's, it's scary that if we're going to go down that road because... <laughs> Yo, we're gonna live in a Ready Player One world, man. Dude, I'll tell yeah. you this much though: learn like That's being being a teacher. I'm, I'm, of, I, I was just I was just saying that I had, yeah. I had, I had nothing to do with it. Come on, man. <laughs> being a teenager, being a teacher of teenagers who grew up with phones in their hands, though, like so, Fabian, you talk about that interaction and how much we agree on that. Like, that's my biggest issue. That's where I feel like these kids drop the balls because none of them know how to interact face to face. They know the phone interaction. They know the tough guy say whatever you want with no consequence. Consequences. They know the idea of the internet thug. The internet six, and also six nine life. The idea <laughs> that snitch. No, he's yeah. a They all love to. They all love to say no snitching. They love to call teachers snitches, which is my favorite thing. Because like, you, I can't snitch. I am the authority. You idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like you're gonna call a cop a snitch. Like a cop is not a snitch. Um, moron. But anyway, fact, there are dumb people. Um, no, there's uneducated people. Nah, no, 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 because you even when they they're educated, dumb. they're stupid. They Listen, man, I, I'm seeing a lot of educated people doing some dumb stuff, man. <laughs> oh, who are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, let's talk about educated people getting doing dumb stuff. Can we talk about the pandemic finally? Yeah, <laughs> I would really like to. We can get into that because one of the things that you just mentioned, right, was a lack of critical thinking. Yes. Right? So, uh, especially amongst youth. I think universally we can all understand that that's very difficult to do at home, right? For, for our kids. But now as adults, recently this whole, uh, the pandemic video came out and you've got some, um, some strong opinions for those who have taken umbrage in it. Is that the right, right So one that? thing, one thing though, you, it's interesting. You, uh, no, you phrased that totally wrong, but that's fine. Um, oh, thanks. You take, you take <laughs> umbrage when somebody English else teacher. does something wrong. Yeah, bro, I'm an English teacher. I'm not going to let you listen. So that's my thing is I don't let people do things the wrong way and then just like let it slide. Oh, and, oh and this is, we're sympathetical, guy. We're yeah, sympathetical listen, on that. guys, I, I told I Winston this right. the other day, Fuck man. I, I know like a lot of us <laughs> haven't seen each other in a decade. I know like Fabian, I, I only see you at the worst moments. I think we've seen each other at wakes 
wakes or funerals or like, <laughs> yeah. like I've, I have not seen you at a good moment in, in a long time, but I've seen you more recently. Than anybody. But like having not seen you guys in over a decade, I haven't really changed much. I don't let people get away with shit that I think is really wrong or really stupid. That's why I always uh, fuck with you. Bro. And it gets me in trouble though. But it's, it's not something that like my wife hates it. Like she's like, why'd you have to do that? Cause I also posted it at like 7am and then like went back to sleep for a little bit. And she's like, yeah. you would do that. Um, well, it's called integrity, and I, I like people who show integrity. They don't just say they have integrity. They actually prove it on some level that, yes, I can. I, I am a person of substance, and I, I admire that in people. I just, so, I mean, honestly. Tell, tell us what your, what your issue was with the pandemic thing first. So, that way people so, understand where we're coming from. My, my big thing was that the, I knew immediately, I recognized it immediately as, as fake news or whatever you want to call it. I recognized it immediately that it had a false agenda. And I started doing a little bit of research into who that woman was, what she got arrested Mm. for and who her publisher was. And as soon as I found that her publisher really loves to push that vaccines cause autism, I immediately was like, all right, she's, there's no way she's credible. So my big thing was that I started telling people like, yo, this is misinformation. And like, you're sharing information about a dangerous disease during a pandemic. And and so who, people, who was the publisher? Who are those people? That, so the um, publisher is Skyhorse Publishing, and uh-huh. they continue to publish works by a man named Andrew Wakefield. Andrew Wakefield published that paper that connected the MMR vaccine with autism. Uh, he has since had his doctorate revoked for publishing that uh-huh. paper because he fudged numbers, and it is false. So they continue to publish his stuff. They continue to be associated with him. And there are recorded videos of their CEO saying that they will continue to publish things linking vaccines and autism. So I saw people public, like sharing pandemic and like, yo, this is dangerous now. Like this is misinformation. Like these people have an agenda. And one person tells me they're a free thinker. Another person made it a dichotomy between religion and man and saying that, um, I was just being arrogant or that I uh, was putting faith in man and he was just adding to the conversation and that people kept saying that they were free thinkers. And I, the thing that I loved was that like anybody who I know who considers them a free thinker always happens to share the same bullshit. Mm, so like, mm. how could, how could all of these free thinkers <laughs> be sharing the same thing? Is that a free thinker? Is that an independent thinker? And like, that doesn't mean that anybody who questions the mainstream is not a free thinker, but it's everybody who shares the same shit isn't. So by definition, you cannot be a free thinker. All right. So exactly. Let me just ask a question though, in in, in regards to to sharing the same shit. So that, that video, and I'm not speaking to the legitimacy of it or not. Mm -hmm. Right. That video was, was being, was repeatedly being (laughs) taken down very shortly after it went up. Right. Mm -hmm. So is Mm -hmm. it possible that those sharing it were sharing it really just to get it out there? Not necessarily because they agreed one way or another, but just to stop it from going away. Yes, and I wholeheartedly disagree with that because, one, there's a reason it went away, and I understand the concept of censorship. I also understand what the First Amendment means. Um, A lot of people don't. Um, But, like, the whole concept of just sharing it, like, you don't just share things that are complete bullshit. And that's what I think is, like, you can't disregard – it's, like, you can't disregard the concept of legitimacy when you're sharing things. And it also, as – years ago, do you remember when – ESPN 
which is at the ESPYs, gave a Courage Award to Caitlyn Jenner. Two oh, things man. that mean jack shit, right? Like, right. I don't give a fuck about the Kardashians. Regard, like, couldn't even care less about them. And mm. I don't give a fuck about any awards that ESPN gives because they're immediately irrelevant. But suddenly people care. And then a fake... A meme was shared with either a guy with no legs or a veteran or somebody who didn't get the award who was number two, right? Mm -hmm. As soon as I saw that, you Google it and you go, there is no such thing as number two for this award. Nobody ever announced number two. That's a completely made up thing. And so I shared at that time, Mm -hmm. it takes as much time to check what you share on Facebook as it does to share it. Mm-hmm. You can Google these things just as quickly as you can share them. So when well, I see stuff like that, that's what infuriates me. Is it so easy to just check this stuff and find out, is it true or is it bullshit? And when I find out well, that a publisher is bullshit, I know that most of what they publish is lies. So well, go ahead. What, 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 about, what about this? Because um, I, I believe the pandemic is a true thing, right? However, I don't disagree with what you're saying. I, don't, I, I, I find truth in what you're saying as well. However, what if the agenda that you're speaking of, right, that people are trying to push is the same agenda that's trying to stop the people from pushing it? In other words, what if the girl, that, that lady, whatever the hell she names, and, and the, uh, the uh, Judy, the Judy Mikovitz, American or something? Yeah, Judy. whatever. Yeah. What, what Judy. If, what, we'll what, call her Judy. Ju- fake, fine, yeah, we'll, we'll call her fake Judy. bitch. All right. I like that better. (laughs) Um, What if the people that are trying to censor her or to stop or pretty much discredit her are also doing it because they're also just like, yo, this lady's probably giving us some real shit. And I know the people will feed and believe me because I'm the credible guy over what she she already discredited herself. Well, 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 actually, I just say that. Why just say that? You know, what's funny because in that video, she's gotten in trouble. She's gotten she's lost in her doctorate. She didn't lose her doctorate, but she's been discredited. What was Fabian going to say? No, 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 no. Whether or not uh, what she has. I mean, if if we're just talking about credibility, that's one thing I also have to um, talk about a little bit, because when you're talking about um, certain people in positions of power, trying to discredit you there's usually an agenda behind that right scandal so, scandal's she, a perfect she, show she actually covered that that's saying she was discredited that, she was, that shows she you was, how it could be true it's she, she covered that no, 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 that's no, not no, why no, they no. call no. them shows it's a, they don't call them shows because they show you how things <laughs> could be true Jonah they're, I think we misinterpreted the damn show yeah they're literally meant to uh, appeal to some form of emotion <laughs> that you have alright wait so Fabian go Fabian so my thing is is that if I whether or not she did cover that, saying that she was set up and other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Believe that is true or not. Yeah. So if you look her up, automatically she's been, she's all of a sudden deemed not credible because of her criminal past. But she did say she was set up for whatever reason because of the stuff yeah. she put out there. Whether that's true or not, all I know is that there's been a lot of times in history, especially if you're barking up the wrong tree, if you can't destroy the message and it's going to get too much um, popularity, the next best thing is to discredit and that's exactly what, like Phil says, the second you you, you you research that, find out what this person's about, you automatically freaking, everything they have to say is not valid now. So, so they even did that back in the day. I mean, and I can say this with a lot of people, especially prominent people that we look back in retrospect and say, hey, listen, this person is actually- Galileo. Um, Dr. King, they try to label, try to label yeah. Dr. King, the government, no, as a communist. No, well, hold on. Well, so, they also they also wasn't. tried to catch him cheating on his wife, which he did. But yeah. anyway, so you so so like the concept <laughs> of credibility. So like yeah, they released it to his wife, which is crazy. So, oh, so he's a communist, so he cheated on his wife. So I love it. So here's the thing, Fabian, you ever try to keep a secret? 
Mm-hmm. You ever try to keep a secret? I think we all have, then. Yeah, how's that? Hey, we all have, meaning yeah. you tried and it didn't work. <laughs> so, like, just like that, a conspiracy is a huge secret that has to involve so many more people. And I know mm. that the more people I involve a secret with, the more chance it has of getting out. It always does. And yeah. I think that a lot of the times, like, conspiracies are just too far-fetched. However, you are right that some stuff does end up being true. But in this situation, she was discredited 10 years ago, long before this shit ever came about. She was discredited in like 2011 for a fake paper that she wrote that she falsified information. Also, with regards to, I think it's XRM, some sort of retrovirus that she made up. Mm. So, like, if that was her big thing back then, that's what concerns me. And then she's associated with a publisher who's also known for publishing fake connections in medicine. Yeah. Now, going back to the whole pandemic video, Jonah, apparently there's other parts of it, and they do ring true certain aspects because the concept that vaccines are 100% harmless, no one believes that. And I think that no, it's- there there's are people, a lot no, of people, people that, that do. That. There's a lot of no, 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 100% yes, harmless. There are they, a lot they, of yes. people that believe that. that. No one there has are, any there, reactions. There are yes. a lot of people Think about how many people that. are on Wait, Earth, Philip. There are some people I would, no, no, no. So I guess there has to be somebody. I would like to find It's a black and white issue. It's a black and white issue. It, it does not, there's no way it's a black and white issue. It, though, it, that's what I've seen. Like, I've either seen people that are anti-vaxxers or they're just all anti-vaxxers. No, 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 Listen, I am 100% for vaccines, but I also recognize that if you stab me in the arm with something that is not, that is man-made, and that is related to an illness, something fucked up might happen. No one is saying 100% that they're, that they're obviously, that no, listen, my wife got a, a flu vaccine like five, six years ago and her arm felt all fucked up and she still has not, uh, does not have 100% strength in her left arm. Mm. Yo, things yo, happen, yo. things yeah. happen. Can I tell you something, man? Yes, go for it. I'm one person who might be considered an, an anti-vaxxer, right? And I appreciate what you just said. A hundred percent appreciate because there's no way there's no way that anything is one hundred percent in the same way. But that's medicine. There are people that's that, medicine. that that believe those people that, are assholes. It's the same way like I think libertarians are assholes and socialists are assholes because these are idealists that believe in this whole thing that could be perfect. Nothing's perfect. Like nothing is perfect. The vaccines don't help one hundred percent of people. Sometimes they don't work, and sometimes they can harm someone. But mm-hmm. I still think that they should be got, that most people should get them. It's probably it's probably more good than harm. When I listen, we're gonna have a kid in two months, my wife and I. That kid's getting his vaccine. Congratulations! 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 Bro. Congratulations, man! Yeah. And we are we are one hundred percent getting that kid vaccinated on time. We already had a meeting, uh, a Zoom meeting with the um, pediatrician, and they were like, "We vaccinate." See, and, well, that's and, interesting because I delayed my kids. I, I I didn't not vaccinate them. Some of them got to go to school, yeah. but I delayed them as long as possible. And and well, like I, my, I my wife is an anti- when, when when I have kids, like I follow along those lines. Like I don't. If you look at the vaccines, for example, right, that that were around when we were were born, right, um, haven't they tripled or quadrupled in dosage? Not not what it is, but how many you get. Is that true? Because I don't know. Because I was yeah. Yeah. No, no, that, that's yeah. a fact. They have no, no. It's, it's, it's a fact. It's, it's a fact. You can look it up in the, in the CDC schedule. When you look up the schedule, you can trace it back to our age and before. And our age, when we were growing up, we had. Uh, somewhere between seven and I think twelve. I think somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Now, or or it might be seven and fourteen, somewhere around there. Now we're up to like seventy-two. Well, I don't. I don't think a lot of the people have a problem with not the amount. I guess it's just the amount, like because they're now they're mi- frequency. They're it's the frequency. Well, it, that it's, yeah. it's the and amount I, of doses that you have to get. And now. I also understand any person of color being skeptical of the government and of medicine. 
Tuskegee. I don't blame that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that was in that was in another. Um, it, it, actually, no, in another. In an article I read, John, you shared it. It was the yeah. article that you shared that mentioned that, and it's like I read, I read this online. Um, that Forbes <laughs> article that you shared, and that makes sense. Is that any person of color being skeptical of the United States government? I can't question that skepticism, but I can certainly steer you in the direction of it's probably not as much of a conspiracy as you think. You you know why so many people though flocked to the pandemic uh, when i was what's an easy answer it's number I, one it's I, an easy answer it it's it's not just that though it's if you look at mainstream media right fauci's a god right your boy he's a god he's he he is the answer we've been we've needed all along uh, you're you reaching but i get it yeah i don't no, think that, that, i don't think that, that anybody make i think that that's a projection that, that he's glorified that on mainstream media he's he glorified, glorified but he is not treated like god but okay no, I'll, I'll, agree, I'm, I'm I'll agree with the word glorification. Dr. Phil. He's exactly he's, he's Dr. glorified. Phil just, uh, people listen to Dr. Phil more than they do Fauci. People listen and, to and Dr. Oz, too. And Dr. Phil doesn't even have a fucking doctor's... Uh, he doesn't even have a he's fucking... He's not a medical doctor. He's not a medical doctor. doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they, they, took his, they took his PhD. shit away. Like, they took his psychology degree away. But not my, his mustache. Years ago, in like 2002... I don't yeah. know that. I saw a He's an Oprah doctor. Him and Dr. It was Oz a documentary without doctor. eerie music, which was my first key about the pandemic. The second you put on a Ken Burns never did a fucking documentary <sighs> with a bunch of fucking music that made me feel shit. And that's how I knew as a simple human, as a simple-minded person, that, oh, this is bullshit. The music. Why you got to make me feel something? Why are you not just trying to give me facts with the documentary? That's how I know you have an agenda. I tell my wife this all the time because she's always trying to say, look at this. And I'm like, no, what is the tone that they're trying to set? Are they just trying to really give you information only? Or are they, they sitting here trying to- They were all ominous in playing Listen, I don't want to derail. Wait, I don't want to derail. Raise your hand if you think 9-11 was an inside job. Halfway. No, I knew I'm you would. Sorry. Jonah, Halfway. I don't know you, but I knew you would. I knew you would. <laughs> you, but I knew you would, and that's the only reason why I asked, because I didn't think that anybody else really would. Even Fabian, I didn't think you'd go that far. Um, but, but Jonah, I knew just from a little brief conversation that you would. I asked that just for you. We're going to move on. Frank, yeah. Frank, Frank, Phil. away with the questions. Yo, Phil, we just met today, man, but... You're cool as shit, bro. I like you. I, I like you, Jonah. Jonah, me, bro, Jonah cool I shit, like bro. you. I like you a lot. <laughs> we might, Get along. We might, yeah, we might debate, listen, up. we might debate a little bit, but it's a good debate, bro. That's, see, I, so, uh, listen, I love all uh, all opinions, man. So uh, that's the thing is is that's it. So so in in, in summation of what people said about me was that I didn't like people thinking differently than me, and that's bullshit because I love to argue. So there's no way that I want everybody to think the same thing as me. What I want, human, what I want, and especially with the pandemic things, I just want people to follow fact and logic. And and if that shit is fake, you can't just share it and just go. Oh, I'm adding to the conversation. Okay, it's like go for it. So. Based on that, right, the fact essentially is based on what you find or what you're told, right? Because none of us here are actually doing the research. Is that fair True. to say? True. Fair. Right? Fair. So this kind of goes uh, – I did that what somebody was mentioning. When, when you consider what you want to believe and what, you want, what you're going to follow and whatnot and the research that, that you do, right – at the end of the day, all you know essentially is what you're told, right? So like what, what with Jonah was saying, I think it was Jonah, that this information is being put out there. 
especially in, in mainstream media, majority of people are following what's, what, what's being said and what's being put out. Plandemic comes out, right, as a com- complete contradiction, right? Then Fabian was talking about how, well, when you go against the main, right, there will be others who sh- shoot you down, right? Yes. So that's where my interest in Plandemic came from was because it, it gave an, an alternative because there were some, there were videos of actual doctors, of nurses and whatnot were there that were used in that. Weren't they? I heard they were chiropractors. Chiropractors, they, they were. Not, chiropractors they were chiro- are not chiro- real doctors. I, I, I used a chiropractor after I got into a car accident. They helped me with my back. They are still not real doctors. Yeah, but they and were they, chiropractors. Who, who? But do you know were, what chiropractors are? They're fucking witch doctors. Go on. My my my. Wait, my, my whole thing well, I, is that's though, intriguing, if, man. Why'd you say that? If you well, if my full frame. That's actually a comment. My full frame, my, my, my full frame but. Yo, Phil and I got we got something going on here, yo. Jonah wants me to bring the heat. He wants me to bring the heat. But, uh, so listen, I, I will come on another episode to explain why chiropractors are witch doctors. There I you have go. No trouble with that. Word. My, no, my it's, main, it's the first time I heard that. So that's why I was like, wait, what do you mean? Oh yeah, my dude, main they got bones issue, through their noses. We'll be on that. <laughs> my main issue is if if all you have is the information that you're being told, who's to, who's really ultimately to say who's right or wrong? Peer-reviewed you know journals. I, you know what I'm saying? What was that? Peer-reviewed journals. That's my only thing. And that's Wait. the only thing I could rest on because that's science. And like that's like I rest on and, and uh, Winston is a big w- fan of history, the scientific method, the scientific revolution. Like that shit was settled when they thought that, that meat turned into maggots. Mm. But the and they put cheesecloth over it. The same way, though, that information that's can be kept off that's the not internet, true, though, man. right? This information can can be put on the internet Yo, to support say, one one cause or another. But that's what I mean. Yo. But that's that's why that I rely on peer reviewed journals. Is that any article? If you're citing a peer reviewed, just Stanford study and this and that, or somebody else to call you out. And on your now bullshit. Google has that, or like you know when you were in college, they said you, you had to use EBSCOhost, or I mean I don't know because it was education. I don't know what they called it for other things. But like there was all these, and it was like you had to be published, and that's why I say that woman is a fraud. I don't say she's a fraud because she got arrested. I say she's a fraud because they had her paper taken away and people got fired for supporting her because it reached a false conclusion because other people tried to replicate it and said it was bullshit. That's science. Like that's why we have the things we have. That's why I'm able to take the medicines I'm able to take. Do you believe in an agenda and shit What were you going to say? Jonah, go ahead. Well, two, two things to that. One, what if the person who's actually doing, putting out the paper, so in this case, Judy, right? Whatever her name was. What if her findings- Judy Baskin. What if what if her that findings <laughs> her findings were actually true, but it went against what everybody was trying to say or push, and or had she put this information out, it might be catastrophic to the people. So they was like, hey, listen, man, uh, we don't think this should actually go out, and fuck you for what you're about to do because you're about to set us all up. My only response to that, because that's a good question, right? Uh, It's not a bad question, not a bad proposition, especially if you're automatically a skeptic. But my answer to that is why? And and like, why would these people do that? What what is the motivation other than, and if you're telling me that like the whole thing of like Fauci and all that is this Bill Gates conspiracy, I'm not going to fall for that. I don't believe that shit. I think that's too far-fetched. If you're going to hit me with, if you're going to hit me with the idea is um, to destroy our economy, to get Trump, uh, I, like I, that, that shit is insane. That yep. shit is insane. Honestly, if anything, I would think that the Chinese, if this were lab created, right, I would think right. this would be something done by the Chinese in conjunction with the Russians to continue to um, uh, 
lowered the United States world status. If I'm believing in any conspiracies right now, it's conspiracies that are related to a book called Foundations of Geopolitics by Alexander Dugan, which is a essentially people have claimed that it is essentially a uh, instruction manual from Vladimir Putin on how to destabilize the world and recreate the world order in a way for him to be at top with Russia and China to essentially be number two and them to uh, reestablish things so that the US is no longer in charge. And one of the things that they do if this guy says to do is just fund everything. So fund Plandemic and then fund the people who hate Plandemic. Fund Black Lives Matter, fund All Lives Matter. And it's this whole concept of funding both sides and just watching the United States implode. And if I'm believing in a conspiracy, now, dude, I'm looking at the world. I'm looking at the world behind. and I'm behind it because I'm looking at this country and I'm like, we can't even have a simple conversation like Jonah and I could have where we disagree and accept and respect one another. Because yeah, you want to you just guns. start part, exactly. Right. You know? And like, like that is that's one the U.S. I'm not a conspiracy guy. I Dude, hate conspiracies, but that is the conspiracy that I totally would sink my teeth into. Read, it makes read, so much sense. I don't know if the book's even been translated into English, but I know that there's a simple Wikipedia page citing it, and it breaks down everything. It's called Foundations. What did you read it in? Uh, Wikipedia. I, I didn't read it in any language. Oh, I read the, I was, I was I read the breakdown. Oh, I read the breakdown in Wikipedia. I don't know. No, just English. I read uh, <laughs> the Wikipedia breakdown, and it's insane. Foundations of Geopolitics, it's called. But if you look at what's going on, you say Alexander yourself, Dugan. Yeah, dude, man, this makes sense. And, and if you watch how our country, how we're treating one another, you're like, holy shit, we're falling for all of this. So then this goes with this goes with the global dominance. Yes, it's global dominance for a non-Western power. And one of the big things it is though is it's break down our confidence in our system, break down our confidence mm. in democracy. And how many of us left or right go there, man, it doesn't matter if we vote. This doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. The government is doing whatever they want. The rich are doing whatever they want. And mm. I mean, you guys, you know, you live in New York. Uh, I don't know. Jonah, where do you live? New York too. I'm, yeah, we're right, all so you're New York. Yeah, Wait, yeah. We're, we're all within a 50 mile me, me, Fa- me and Faber and Orange. You guys are back home? Uh, Except yeah. for Ray. <laughs> Yeah, Ray's in Puerto Rico. Ray, yeah, well, Ray, you said that before. Yeah. PJ and uh, Frank and Jonah are in. All right, so you're uh, all in New York, so your votes Let's don't check. even count. Your votes don't even mean anything. My vote means a hell of a lot more than yours. Yeah, because yeah, votes mean nothing. New York blows goes blue. Yeah, yep. exactly. Always because of the city, and and it doesn't matter. Even though like everything north of the city is is Republican. as Republican. Everything. My parents. My vote, my parents voted for Trump. Yeah. And in Puerto Wait, Rico, you can't what? vote for that. Yeah, my, your my parents pit. were the two black people that voted for Trump. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing! The two black people that voted for Trump. I found him. Nah. I found him. Me and my mom's. Me and my mom still got semi beef over that shit, bro. Because I, I told her we're we're to, totally different ideas. Saving and I voted for Trump too. My father swore to me well, you that sucks, swore to me <laughs> swore to me that Donald Trump would never become president. I had to call him the next day, like, yo, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you don't know shit, Dad. <laughs> Listen, man, fuck, fuck I, I don't. I don't begrudge. Up. I don't begrudge people for voting Republican. I'll begrudge anybody for voting for Donald fucking Trump. I, I mean, like Donald. F- I know, and I begrudge that. I begrudge you for that. Like, I think I, 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 I don't think less of you as a person. Well, yeah, I do. No, I my, do. My, no, my, Frank, no, no, Frank. I don't, we've known each other a long time. I don't think, but I don't think that that makes you a bad person. Like, I'm not like that about no, it. He's not I'm like a like, bad guy. I, I, mean, I have no, no Frank, I have no problem no. telling you my Donald reasons, Trump, though. Yes. But did you get I what have, you wanted? I, it yeah, was the actually, I did. Okay. Vote, I got vote. what I wanted. Okay. So it, it, that's the question is, did you, did you, do you feel like, like you voted for Trump and like your vote didn't count for shit, but do you feel like Trump has given you the reason why you voted for him? Yeah. 
Okay. okay. I do. The, the, re- the reason enough. I voted for Trump was okay. because I felt like he would be under Whoa. so much more scrutiny than Hillary would have. That so that was a good thing for you? you yeah. Want him? But he's yeah, because, under scrutiny. Because I, almost like forced transparency. You got impeached, no, man. It, it, no more right. scrutiny than that. No, but I, but I felt like it was more for- Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But but his but but then you see that he is horrible. <laughs> he is. I want. I'd rather. He I'd is. rather they. I'd but rather he hide from me the fact that he is completely wants to skirt the law and no, like totally I, like. I'd rather, rather he. Win, I'd rather he be crimes. challenged at every single step. Like yeah, he has. But but he but the idea is is that then you should have voted in more Democrats in Congress because he's challenged by the he's challenged by the media. There's but his power is checked. But his well, no, well, not, not to it. check his way, power. The only reason you get the transparency is because he's being checked understand that right but he's so, not yeah. being checked you're seeing it but then nothing's being done about it well, that's like it's like literally it's now, like a cop that, watching somebody rob a store and then saying oh well fuck it you're you're right that that well that's up to that's who, the problem he's getting away put, with it put in, but at, but at least at least we're aware of it to me hillary would have been getting, getting away with all the same shit and I don't know. I think, no I, think she I think she would have gotten in trouble. I don't think, yeah. I think there would have been double scrutiny. I mean, the woman, they went through a million fucking mm-hmm. interviews with her for the emails. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I mean, if, if what you wanted was that, then that's it. Cause like, I know fr- friends of mine and other people we went to high school with who voted for him for healthcare to be fixed and their shit's even worse now. Listen, and I'm it, sorry to laugh at it. Cause it's, it's one of my best friends, but it's one of my best friends. And it's yeah, like, it's but, like you didn't get what you wanted. So that sucks. At the end of the day, I was horrifically upset that him and Hillary were our options, and yeah. now this year, him and Biden are our options. I didn't Listen, vote for give Hillary. Me this, I give me the senile predator. I didn't vote for Hillary. I voted against Donald Trump. I pushed the button for Hillary, but I voted against Donald Trump. I didn't support Hillary, but I wasn't going to fucking vote for Gary Johnson or Dr. Jill Stein. Like, <laughs> fuck out of here. Oh, yeah, that, 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 That's <laughs> a whole nother podcast. Like, man. that's a waste <laughs> of my time. I might as well have stayed home and jerked off. I would have gotten off better. <laughs> voting for Jill Stein or Gary Johnson. Oh, but in all yeah. seriousness, like, that's why I voted for, for Hillary, and it didn't work uh, out because Trump won this state anyway. I, but, um, I mean, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Well, um, glad you got what you want, Frank. Though, that, yeah, uh, yeah I, I feel good about it. Yo, Phil, on that man, note, we need, we, need we need you back here, man. I would love to come yeah. back. I'll, yeah, listen, yeah. during quarantine, I'll come back whenever, man. My wife will hate it, but like, start. We got start another. We got another start on time. Start on time, Jonah. Oh man, we got, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm Damn, he's new to the shit. Yeah. 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 We got a couple. Yeah. Well, who did we wait for? I mean, this is you might, you might get some angry uh, messages. Uh, I would love some angry messages. From, 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 no, no, from from McMahon. He's been trying to come on here. He's been trying to catch it because I've been oh, back and forth. Yeah, listen, McMahon makes me look like a fascist. I love I it. Know, I know. I love it. That's what I. That's what I appreciate. Been going back and forth for the past Dude. like fucking ten years. Like, I had I had a I had a thing that show up showed up on my Facebook and like I made some comments and they kept calling me like. A police bootlicker, and then I'm like, man, it's amazing. Like, I go on one thing, I'm a police bootlicker. I go on another one, they call me Antifa. Like, that's how you know you might be all right with your opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> be all right. I got. We gonna end it here, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you tuning in. I'm Frank, aka PJ, here with John, Fabian, Jonah, Ray, and our guest Phil. We appreciate you tuning in. Remember to catch us on Facebook. YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, at Alpha 5 Podcast. Be good. Later. Later.